a blessed evening out there. Welcome to another beautiful live session of our Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Well, tonight, by the grace of God, I would like us once again to continue to track the heart of God and look into his word as we continually engage the concept of our spiritual development in the place of uh, the prophetic spirit. We've been talking about looking into the concept of how to develop all right, our spiritual uh, uh, how to excuse me how to develop our spiritual posture in in the place of uh, uh you know the prophetic ministry and so the, uh, tonight again i believe that the spirit of god amen will lead us further in his word in his heart in his mind amen and i hope that you'll be ready tonight to journey with me because there are several things that we will need to look into tonight just to you know kind of uh, wrap up our concept in 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 terms of dealing with understanding we've been talking about you know developing spiritual understanding in the place of the prophetic ministry so i hope that tonight i'll be able to finish that thank you so very much thank you so much tonight i i believe that tonight we should be able to finish that okay then we'll be able to by, by god's grace tomorrow begin to really look deep into the teaching itself all right all all we've been doing for the past uh, a few days now all right is basically laying some spiritual preambles if you will these are things that will allow us to understand the nature of how to engage amen in spiritual things i've taken time to establish to explain amen to lay foundation and, and beyond just even laying foundation we've spoken about the concept of understanding spiritual footing <clears throat> that means that which our foundation must be built upon okay all of this is just to safeguard us from being deceived from being carried away from being lured amen from the spiritual uh, 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 framework that heaven has ordained for us to operate Okay, we don't want to operate our spiritual, our spirituality, or even our prophetic ministry outside the ambience of amen, God's standard, God's word, the protocols of the spirit. We want to understand all of this so that when we say we are building, we are building accurately. Wisdom must build this house in such a way that amen, there is room for the grace of God and, and the giftings of the spirit. The Bible talk about, amen, uh, when wisdom builds a house, the house must be furnished with all you know all, all types of treasure you know while i'm while i'm talking about this i just sense in my spirit maybe i need to look into that scripture because it's important hallelujah thank you jesus let's see mm. i just sense in my spirit that we need to we need to look into that scripture there are There are two scriptures, <clears throat> excuse me, that deals with this. Okay, let's 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 look at Proverbs chapter 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 Proverbs chapter nine because, uh, like I said, I want to take my time to make sure that we understand the spiritual uh, 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 meaning, the spiritual foundation, and and the bedrock that defines amen our connection with the things of the spirit. Once this is clear. It is so easy, amen, to tap into whatever grace or giftings, amen, heaven has committed into our hands to be able to function. I want to function effectively. Let's look at the scripture. This is one of my best scripture in the in the scripture. When 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 I'm teaching, I like to use this scripture because it captures the heart of God in terms of spiritual construction. Uh, Proverbs chapter nine says, "Wisdom has built a house, 
She has hewn out her seven pillars. I like to always look at that concept of the seven pillars of wisdom. All right. She has prepared her, her meat, amen, and have mixed her wine. She has also set out, set, set out a table. She has sent out a, a maids and she has called, amen, from the high, from the highest point of the city. Let all who, amen, excuse me, <clears throat> let all who are simple come in. She said, come, amen, let those, let, 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 let those who are simple, let them come in. She says to those who have judgment, come and eat the food, come and drink, amen, of the wine that I have mixed. Is a live your simple ways. All right, um, but this is not where I'm looking at. <clears throat> this is not where I really want us to look at. Thank you, Lord. Mm. All right, maybe for 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 time's sake, I will I will try to look for that scripture. But there's something that I quickly want to emphasize there that, you know, gives us, you know, a better and a broader perspective to the, the concept of developing, amen, in the things of the spirit. But we'll get to that. All right. But let's let's look at some few things that uh, I hope tonight will lay off a better and a stronger foundation amen, in regards to what the spirit of God is emphasizing. Now there's a statement that I would like to quickly make here. Maturity in the things of the kingdom demands that we learn the wisdom of separating the width amen, from the shaft. Listen to this again. Maturity in the things of the kingdom demands that we, we learn the wisdom of separating Amen. The width from the shaft, so that we don't make the mistake, amen, of discarding what heaven is saying due to the abuse of such ministry or gift, amen, from the former order, from from where we are coming from. Now, what I'm basically trying to say here is, a lot of people have different kind of attitude today, amen, regarding the ministry of the prophet or the prophetic ministry or even their own prophetic giftings. Very, a lot of people are, you know, are very skeptical, you know, skeptical about, you know, uh, uh, saying where well, God is speaking to me, God is using me or God is, uh, God is saying something to me. We find a lot of people, they are very skeptical, amen, to talk about and the Lord told, told me or the Lord spoke to me. We will deal with all that later on, amen. How does God speak to us? How do we pick that it is God actually that is speaking to us. How do we separate amen, our own voice, amen, the voice of God from our own voice? And how, would, how do we separate the various voices within us? Because there are all kinds of voices that are speaking to us. All right? so, and how do we understand if indeed it's God that is speaking to somebody? All, right? all of that, we'll deal with that as we go further in this teaching. But one of the things that I quickly want to deal with tonight, because what we're doing right now is we're laying that foundation, we're building up, all right, such that we are able to develop that spiritual, you know, uh, uh, confidence and, and, and attitude that allow us to embrace, amen, how to grow in our, in our spiritual uh, 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 development, amen, and come into that arena where we can be confident enough, amen, to speak, amen, and to even maybe give, give a word from the Lord. You know, people are very skeptical. Some people are, you know, are afraid. Some people don't believe and trust, amen, in what the Lord, amen, is doing in their life. And this is why we're saying there are certain, 
you know, a, a spiritual understanding and framework that we have to have amen, in our own life. There has to be certain, you know, a, a relationship and encounter, amen, with the word of God, with the things of God, amen, with, you know, with, uh, with, with the brethren, amen, with ministry gift, amen. Such that, so, so that we can at least have certain understanding in our relationship, amen. So that when the Lord starts speaking to us or we start interacting with the things of the Spirit, we can be rest assured. Because most times the Lord may not speak to us with an audible voice, but we are, we are listening. Something is ministering to us. You know, some people will say, you know, something said to me. Uh, you know, because we are either we are afraid of, of saying that God told me or God spoke to me because we are not used to the voice of God. Remember, you know, Samuel, you know, the Lord kept coming, kept calling Samuel, Samuel. He kept running to the voice he was used to because sometimes when God speaks to us, all right, we, we get to respond to what we have been used to. Remember, uh, two days ago, I was speaking about that concept of the environment, the environment we develop. You know, God, God is speaking to you. You're hearing the voice of God, but you keep going back, amen, to the voice that you've been hearing all your life, okay? All right, so, so, something is happening in your life. The Lord is dealing with you. The Lord is speaking to you. The Lord is bringing you to a new state, to a new position, but you find yourself going back amen to to your default to what you are used to you find yourself returning back to to eli because all your life you've been used to eli all right it, so it's gonna take a while for you amen to begin to differentiate in fact to differentiate the voice of god from the voice of eli it took eli to you know it took eli to say to samuel if you hear this voice again this is how to respond and that's a very powerful principle all right that 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 we need to understand that even from some some of the people or some of the system that we we we, we come out from amen as we begin to track the day of the lord the new things of the spirit that there are certain things we have to learn from them all right that becomes part of that which will allow us to be able to move into the next seasons of god so we don't throw amen the baby and the water away or the water and the baby away all right we've got to know how to separate this and this is basically what i'm trying to you know explain here all right maturity in the things of the spirit and maturity starts with amen us believing in the integrity of the word of god did you hear my definition my spiritual maturity starts with amen trusting and believing amen in the integrity of god's word god does not lie neither does his word lie amen the things that have been written in the word of god the bible says are there for our own example they are there amen for our own edification they are there to help us listen no none of us today can say amen they, they were born mature we all grew up, amen. We all learn. We all and, and in learning, sometimes we make mistakes. Right? Sometimes we, we I mean I can I can share the testimony of my own spiritual journey, how I grew and got to uh, to that point where I began to pick the voice of God, you know, and began to, you know, uh, uh, understand that the God, that God is speaking to me, that the Father is speaking to me. It took a while, all right, but, you know, you learn, you, you, you have to, you, you, you have to learn how to navigate those calls, how to, you know, connect with those, you know, you know, obstacles or, 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 or whatever it is, all right, but, but you're going to grow. It's just like a child trying to learn to walk, all right, there's, there's going to be a lot of, you know, falling, there's going to be a lot of, you know, a, a domestic accident, but guess what? At, at a day is going to come that child amen's foot will, is going to be firm on the ground and that child is going to walk so maturity in the things of the spirit amen maturity in the things of the kingdom demands that we learn 
amen, the act of wisdom of separating, amen, the width from the shaft. We've got to learn to do that, amen, so that we don't make the mistake of discarding. I think that's the place where a lot of people are today. A lot of people have shut their heart and shut their mind, shut their, you know, uh, 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 the ears to uh, uh, God, you know, this, thus saith the Lord. No, no, you don't. Don't tell me thus saith the Lord because they've seen how, amen, charlatans have used, amen, the concept of thus saith the Lord to lie, to deceive, to manipulate, to intimidate, to control, amen, and, and even to abuse. So people today have shut their heart. Now, if you're listening to me, this is something I want to beg of you. Please do not shut your heart away from the things of God. The fact that certain people have abused it, the fact that majority have abused it, the fact that if you turn on your TV today, amen, 90, 90% of those amen, on air, you understand, they are charlatans, all right? They are, they, are, they are spiritual arm robber. That's what I call them, spiritual arm robber. Because they're using, amen, the, 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 the truth as a weapon to rob people. Now, the fact that all that is there does not mean that there are no remnants, does not mean that there are, amen, you don't have those that are called, amen, who are true carriers, amen, of the voice of God, of the things of the Spirit, as we are talking about what, you know, we're dealing with. There are people right now know, that, that can tell you categorically what is going on, what is God saying regarding the situation, amen, with the corona, either in South Africa or across the globe. There are certain prophets that are so in tune with the voice of God that they can tell you exactly what is going on. What is God saying? And there are those that are speculating. So our duty, amen, is to be able to find, to locate, amen, the authentic. That we don't allow the majority of lie, amen, to discard, to refuse us, amen, to stop us, to discourage us from pressing into, amen, that which the Spirit of God is saying. As foundational, you know, truth, these are things that we have to really, particularly in this season, uh, that the people, you know, if, 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 if you have been... Yeah, I, in, if you have been born again, amen, for the past, you know, 20 years or 15 years, amen, or even five years, and you've seen all that is happening in the body of Christ, I can assure you that there are certain level of uh, uh, discouragement that you must have, you know, uh, uh, faced. There, there, are, there are dimensions of despondency that you must have, you know, you know, uh, you know, entertain because of just how things are. When you, when you turn on the TV and when you see what people are doing in the name of even unbelievers, they know that hey, come on, you cannot be doing this. And you say you represent God, all right? They, they can see how men of God and and those who claim to be representing God, and this is not a general thing, and that's what I'm talking about. They can see how these people are flaunting their carnality and their, and living their fleshy life you understand I, I, i've heard people say all kinds of things and you just like god help us but guess what let's not focus on that let's focus amen on the on the on the remnant let's focus on the few let's focus on those amen who are searching who are seeking let's focus our heart and our mind amen on the integrity of god's word because god's word never fail god's word amen never lies and i've seen you know, how the word of God, you know, particularly has kept me in times where, you know, 
one was almost being forced to compromise. I've seen how the word of God has kept me through my transition, through times, amen, of lack of need, through times of isolation, through times where you feel like, Lord, where are you? I mean, there are there will be periods in our life, there have been periods in my life that I call, amen, the silent speakings of God. In other words, you, you don't hear God. It, it, everything looks si silent. I mean, it looks like God as God on holiday. As God spoken to you no but guess what even in the silent god is speaking i mean i have to learn that even in silence god speaks all right so all of these things are part of what build and form amen the integrity of of you know of of spiritual you know character within us there are there are things that god uses god uses both the negative and the positive to develop us all right listen friends Growing in the things of the spirit does not mean that everything has to be, you know, uh, yes, right. And everything has to be well. God sometimes will allow us to go through, you know, certain challenges, certain pain, certain contradiction, amen, certain lies. You know, God will just allow us to go through there just to learn, amen, that the things of the spirit are two-way. They are two-way stream. You learn from the positive. You also learn from the negative. You understand? I mean, I could remember I used to be very busy about you know the things that happened to me you know in the church that i served and all of that and like god why would you allow me then suddenly the lord reminded me he said did you know why i allow moses to grow in the palace of pharaoh so that moses amen would not learn that kind of concept of leadership god will allow you to be under certain pharaohic you know you know leaders certain you know a, 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 a babylonish you know you know attitude of people god will allow you to go through certain people or who who have been abusive or abusive amen in their concept of leadership all of that amen is for if you have the right attitude you will learn after all samuel grew up amen in the house of eli he grew up, amen, in the house of, he saw everything, amen, that Eli did. He saw the things that the children of Israel did. And that was, amen, a school for Samuel, amen, so that he, will, he himself will not repeat that. Unfortunately, Samuel did not learn, amen, the, 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 you know, the best of lessons. Because you, you find his children also, you know, almost making the same mistake that the sons of Eli. And that is something that we have to learn. That God places us in a place, amen, to learn certain things that we, amen, must not do. And then I realized that God took me through, amen, the kind of ministry that I grew up to learn certain things. To learn the extremes of faith. To learn what, you know, the extreme of, you know, of prosperity gospel. I mean, I grew up, I mean, I grew up under, you know, a ministry that believed in the Kenneth Copelands of this world. You know, you know, all of this, I, I saw how people exercise their faith and abuse their faith, all right, for material things to, I saw all that. I grew up in there and the Lord took me out of there and said, you've learned this thing, all right? This is not how I want you to live, you know, a life of faith. <laughs> and then the Lord began to open my eyes that, do you know what faith is? I said, no, Lord, I don't know. And I said, well, faith, amen. Is, is the substance of things you hope for, the evidence of the things you do not see. He said, but that's not all. Faith, amen, is you actually coming to me. They that must come to God. So faith, amen, is that track that, that leads you, amen, to the place called God. I said, Lord, but I was never told that. He said, well, I'm teaching you now. So faith, amen, is that track that you journey on. Is that is that is that line? Is that dimension of a life? That is, is, is that bridge that connects you to God? 
They that must come to God must believe. You need faith to believe. So the concept of using faith to possess things is good, but it's not the very heart of faith. It's not the very core of faith. The purpose of faith is for you to be able to come. You're coming to God. And the more we come to God, guess what? The more we get to be transformed. Because the more we get closer to his glory, the more his light, hallelujah, transform and illuminate our life. Think about that. I wasn't thought that, you know, in, in, the, in the charismatic move. There was nothing like, you know, faith leads you to God. No, it's faith to possess. It's faith to claim. It's faith to get. Amen. It's faith to achieve. And that was good. But guess what? That was not all amen, that faith was designed for. So I'm just saying that it's important that we learn. Amen. We have, we have the right attitude. Attitude is important to engaging the things of the spirit. All right. It's not all about gift. It's not all about being able to prophesy. It's not all about being having, you know, being able to see a vision. It's not all about having dreams. It's not all about hallelujah, being able to heal and 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 you know and cast out demons. All of that, amen. They are addition to the right spiritual template, which is an attitude. This is a this is an important thing that I'm talking about, amen. The ability to to be a person of integrity that your yes is yes, your no is no. The ability, like I said this afternoon, the ability to keep to time, the ability to you know to to be trustworthy that people can depend on you, the ability to be consistent, amen, in your prayer life, the ability to be you know to be positive, the ability to you know to to stand and 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 show love and show care, the ability to serve, the ability to be responsible and be responsive. All of these things that people don't talk about today are the very dimensions, are the very, you know, you know, character that forms what defines the stability, amen, of our work, of our faith, and of our spirituality, amen. The things of God are built on the right attitude. The things of God, amen, are built on the right attitude. I'm going to repeat it again. The things of God are built built on the right attitude when you don't have the right attitude when you have a very repulsive attitude amen it, it, it drives amen the things of god away from our land because the things of god they are like aura they are like you know they're like saints they are like you know like the, like the perfume you wear and all of this thing you know attracts you know people to us attracts grace to us imagine you have all you have all the giftings but you have a very repulsive attitude. You are very proudful, you know, in your outlook. You look down on people. Like we see today among our men of God. You know, I, I, I wonder. That's why I, I, no, I take a distance. No, no, no. Because you can't even see them. I could remember, you know, certain men of God when I came to this nation. A brother was trying to connect me to them, you know, go meet them. Because he, he knows that these are very powerful people. They have grace. They have this. They have that. So, okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. You, 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 you keep writing and you keep, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it now? Signing to see them, you know, and, and, and you, you, you make all kinds of appointments, but uh, they're just too busy. They're too busy. And you ask yourself, what are you busy doing? They tell you, you're busy. I'm never too busy, amen, to connect and to relate with people. Particularly, I could remember, you know, a sister who we met here on, on, on Facebook. What well, a wonderful sister. She said, the things you're saying, wow, I would will, I will, I will really love to connect you with my, with my pastor. 
all well and good. I said, I would love to do that. Wow, you're speaking the apostolic. All the things you've been talking about, these are things that my pastor is, oh, okay. So she said, okay, I'm going to send you my, my pastor's, you know, uh, uh, you know, details. Please contact him because I know, I know if he hears you, I contact the man of God. Send him a mail, you know, send him a message. Guess what? He never replied me. Months, you know, weeks passed, never replied me. Months passed, he never replied me. I said, that's it. God has spoken. You see, because, you see, when people have a wrong attitude or they have a wrong agenda, it is very difficult for them to open up in relationship. And these are the people that will tell you kingdom. These are the people that will tell you we want to build one body. These are the people that will tell you we want to build, you know, you know one church. They, they have all the rhetorics. They have all the right word. But when it comes to them practicing it, they cannot do it. You know why? Because they are insecure. They are afraid. And then this guy is going to come into my space. I don't know him. Listen to this. The Lord told me when I was in Bible school. I will never forget this statement. The Lord said to me, listen, he said, if you meet the general, you will not need to introduce yourself. He says, my spirit in you will connect. And that has been, amen, my watchword. So when somebody says, you know, if this sister never said, I would like you, I, will, I won't bother myself because I know that spiritual things, amen, are divinely connected. Human being cannot connect. We, listen to this. Human being cannot, 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 cannot. What's the word I'm looking for now? They cannot orchestrate spiritual connection. All right. You see, somebody can introduce you to me and say, wow, this is the man of God. This man, wow, you need to listen to him. Listen to this. If that other person that is, that is trying to connect to me does not see, cannot connect in the spirit, cannot see what I carry. I, if I cannot see what that person is carrying, listen to this. We are not going to connect. Because connection is not something that is done sensually. It's not something that is done. I mean, when I was in Bible school, people call me, you know, Barnabas. I love to connect people. Because that's just my desire. Because I want to see a church. You see, the things that I'm preaching today, I've been preaching them since 1990. Many of the things that I'm talking about, they are not new to me. I've been talking about these things since 1990. The concept of one, the oneness of the body. In fact, they used to call me, you know, back in those days, they said, uh, this guy, you know, you're, you're Barnabas. You can connect people together. Thank you so much, man of God. It's nice to have you connect tonight. You understand? So, so you, 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 you discover that, you know, it's, it's difficult for people to connect in the things of the spirit because amen, they've got their own agenda. If, if you don't have an agenda, you discover that when you meet a true, a true servant of God, the spirit of God in you will connect to the spirit in that person. That was what happened between, you know, uh, uh, you know Mary and Elizabeth. Amen. John and Jesus have never met. They were still in the womb, but there was a connection because it's a spiritual thing. You see, spiritual things are done amen, in spiritual realm. You, we, we, cannot, we cannot take spiritual things and try to work it out in human realm. You see, if, 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 if somebody, like I said, somebody decide, okay, I'm going to connect you to somebody. I want you to meet this man because this brother can see the grace that I carry. And he felt, amen, that with the grace that brother carries, both of you should be able to connect together. You should be able to have time together. You should be able to share things together. And I agree with that brother. So, okay, fine, let's go. You know, this brother is just so busy. You know, <laughs> We have to, <laughs> at the end of the day, I said, forget it. You know, spiritual things are not that complicated. 
There are people you meet for the first time when you connect with them, if they, are, if they are truly genuine, when you connect with them, it will seem as if you've known them forever. Why? Because your spirit will just... That's it. If you meet a spiritual person for the first time, even if they are angry, because you can meet people at different you know, uh, you know, situation and mode. I mean, you can meet somebody while the person is angry. Maybe the person is angry and trying to address an issue, which is normal because we live in a normal life. We live in a normal world. All right. We can meet people, amen, when they are not too okay. But guess what? Even in that state of their emotion, if you meet with them, something in you will say, that's a man of God. Something in you will connect. No matter how they, they, you know, they appear, all right? Because some people, they, we want to connect with them. They first look at the car you park outside. And then they say, okay, who do you know? I, I know a lot of people that will ask me, you know, yes, you've been in this thing for such a long time. So who do you know? Most time, I, I just keep quiet. I, I'm, I'm mute because I want to speak on spiritual things. No, they want to know who you know. As if who you know, amen, is what really connecting the spirit. And I've watched a lot of people, you know, they, they don't want to relate with you until you say, well, uh, you know, I used to be with these people. I used to be here. I, 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 I used to connect with these people. I know this person. Oh, you, you, you mean you know that person? They use, you understand, the influence of other people, you know, to leverage relationship with you. That is carnality. If you want to connect with me, you connect there, amen. The spirit, the spirit of God will speak to you about this, this person, what this man carries. You will see it. If you cannot see it, then you leave it until you're able to see it. Because that is what will maintain the relationship. That And I'm, friends, we're talking about laying foundation for spiritual things. If we want to grow in the things of God, because listen to this, every, every dimensions of the grace and the giftings of God are built, solidly built on relationship. That is still something that we are yet to clearly understand. No wonder Jesus prayed, amen. He prayed, he said, Father, that day may be one. Because he knew that we're not one yet. He prayed that. He knew what was going on among his disciples. One wants to sit on the seat on the left. The other wants to sit on the right. One wants to be the head. The one, Jesus says, sorry. The, the things you guys are talking about is the way amen, unbelievers live their life. In the kingdom, it is not so. Among you, it shall not be so. Amen. amen. Who wants to be the head must be the tail. That's how we know leadership. When I see amen, a leader, I see a man of God, hallelujah, when Amen. He appears or he, you know, he, you, you, you meet him for the first time or maybe not even for the first time. But he shows a spirit, amen, of humility. He shows a servant attitude. Then I truly know that's a man of God. Even if, amen, the fire, you carry the fire of God. Everybody can see, amen, that, oh, wow, what? A, no, no. Your, the presentation of your life, because that is Christ. He, he lived, amen, in a, in a state of humility. That's why, amen, they could not recognize him, you know, between him and his disciple. Because he was, he blended in. There was nothing about his life, amen, that, 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 that puts him on, on a pedestal that cannot be reached. So as I was saying about this so-called man of God, this, you know, so-called, you know, apostle. Who is well, I mean, this lady, she said, no, 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 I need to connect you. With, I just, I just want you guys to meet. 
I mean, all this, this, all the ladies saw was the things that I was posting on my Facebook. I, I didn't know the lady from from anywhere. But I mean, when she connected with me, she she sent me a friend, you know, you know, friendship request. Of course, I accepted it, and I saw, and wow, this is a sister in the Lord. Where I mean, that's my attitude. We're all building together this kingdom. I don't, I don't differentiate. I don't look at well, you're not, uh, you're not uh, into fivefold ministry, so I won't relate with you. That's not me. Even if I'm relating to your past, I can relate with you. Because there's nothing that says if you're relating to the, you know, to, to, to the leader of somebody, you can't relate to the member. There's nothing that says that in the scripture. You know, so this sister said, no, I would like you to meet my, I was so excited. I said, okay, yeah, I would do that. Even though I, I had my reservation. Because I know the, I, the attitude of people is, who is he? Where is he coming from? Uh, he's a Nigerian. Uh, those Nigerians. <laughs> Uh, those ones, you know, they will come and scheme you. They will scan you, whatever it is. Well, you see, like I said, if we if we allow our you know our bias, we allow you know you know our opinion, we allow the general opinion of society and how we grow up, where we grow up, amen. The the, the culture, the environment that defines us, you know, our nationality. If we Put that into the things of God. We will never be able to function in what is called the kingdom life. Because in the kingdom, amen, there are no nationality. In the kingdom, there are no colors. In the kingdom, hallelujah, there are no special, you know, group. There are no elites in the kingdom. You see, there are rankings, but there are no elites in the kingdom. But there are rankings, and the rankings is not to lord it over the people. The, rank, the rankings, amen, is to allow us to understand, amen, the operations of the things of the kingdom. So that when we're dealing with certain things, there are certain people that must go ahead. There are certain people we must consult, amen. There are elders. That's why the Bible talks about elders in the things of the spirit. Our gift does not define our ranking. Amen. It's the position of our spiritual authority. Let me repeat what I've said. Our gift does not define our ranking. Amen. It's our position in spiritual maturity and our function and the experience we have in journey with God that defines, hallelujah, our rankings. So the fact that I'm a prophet does not mean that I'm better off than any other person. But if I begin to share my experience, my journey, yes. You see, the scar. You see, my journey must be proven by my scar. Uh, it's not my revelation. It's not how much revelation I've, I've preached. It's not how many books that I have written. No, 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 no. It's the scar that I carry. That when I open my shirt, I show you my, the scar. You know, <laughs> the beatings that you have received of the things of the spirit. Yes, that's how we know. That's Paul for you. Have you noticed that Paul did not boast of, of, the, of the revelation? In fact, they said, because of the much revelation that is given to you, we give you a messenger of Satan. We can look at this and, and really begin to extract how we define amen, a true, a true experiential servant of God. That's why we are a servant. You know, this brother. I think after after three months, finally sent me a Facebook you know a friendship. After three months, I don't know if this brother was scanning me or trying to he's trying to you know uh, find my profile or look for who I am, where I came from, you know. But but I know what happened because 
I, I guess this person, this lady, I mean, must have told this man of God that I, I know certain people that, he, that I've seen on his own timeline who, who are, you know, so-called, you know, you know frontline, you know, ap apostles, international apostles. So he must have like, wow, so this brother knows these people. Then he sent me a, fr a, fr a, fr a friendship request. I rejected it. I rejected it. And if I ever see that brother, I will rebuke him sharply. Because those are the people that make our work amen, difficult as you know, apostolic you know, community. It's, it's carnal. I don't care what he's built. I don't care what, who he is, what he has. That is still carnality. In fact, it's the expression of all carnality. I'm not seeking for such relationship. A relationship that is based on what you have. Who do you know? If you cannot pick somebody by the spirit. I mean, this man of God, you know, Apostle Melton Kasim, the first time we connected, I knew. This man, he carries something by the spirit. But that doesn't mean that I must relate every day with you. Because I must leave you to do what you're called to do. And I must do what I'm called to do. Sometimes, amen, our relationship flows in seasons. There will be seasons that heaven will separate us. I've got friends like that in my life. And I'm not insecure. Neither day insecure. Like, wow, hey, I've not spoken to Isaiah for the past, you know, three months or three. No, 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 no. We will, we will, we will connect, amen, where we left a year ago or two years ago because that's how the things of the spirit is a lot of people think that when you when you separate yourself from them or you're not connecting with them that you know you you feel you are no 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 it means that you just need to focus on what the lord amen will have you do at that season in time when we walk by the spirit we will never feel insecure or feel jittery or feel you know uh, you know disconnected because our connection is that of the spirit not of the flesh it is the worldly people all right, that wants to do something. They will call you every day. Not because they love you. They, they, they're just trying to call you. Okay, are you still there? They want to know what you're doing. So that they can do the same. Or so that they can do better than you. It's a competitive spirit. And you see that in the body of Christ. And that's why they will come and say they're giving. No, no. They, keep your word. <laughs> I don't want your word. You understand? Now, we have to track things by the Spirit. Friends, We this is our job. Amen. It's not some professional job that we try to work things out by our own mindset. This is a job of the Spirit. It's a work of the Spirit. It is a work of the Spirit. We are working, amen, with the Lord. We are not just working for the Lord. There's a big difference. We are not just working for the Lord. We are working with the Lord. How can you work with the Lord and be carnal? So all of these things, we've got to factor into the value system that defines, amen, the community that heaven wants us to build. Even as we intensify, amen, our values of the prophetic. The prophetic is a sacred ministry. Every aspect, the prophetic is not just what you say. Every aspect of your life, amen, has to be a reflection, amen, of a value system that is accepted before the Lord. Everything about your life, and this is what I'm talking about as we lay the foundation. Alright? Let, let, let's not begin to you know over oh, you know overstretch into dimensions that we're not ready for. Let's lay these foundations. We've been laying foundation for some days right now. 
And I like this because there, there, there has to be, amen, an impute of the values of God that shapes our character. That shapes, that informs, amen, our belief system. You know, I used to preach back in those days that faith is a reflection of attitude. Have you noticed that you cannot separate spirituality from morality? Morality is not spirituality. You can have some of, I've met some of the finest, you know, Muslims. You can't fault their attitude. You can't fault their character. They are, they are immaculate. They are perfect when you talk of, you know, morality. But guess what? That doesn't make you spiritual. Spirituality is a different dimension. But you cannot separate morality from spirituality. You cannot separate it. All right? You cannot be sleeping your, your life away. You know, you, you, you say, I'm a spiritual person. But, you know, it, 9 o'clock, you're still sleeping. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, you're still sleeping. What makes you spiritual? Because spirituality tells you certain time you've got to be awake. All right? That being awakened, amen, is morality. It's not spirituality. But guess what? It enhances your spirituality. Because you can't decide, well, I'm going to, when I, I wake up when it, anytime I feel like, and then I'll pray. No, 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 no. Because the scripture says, early in the morning, early in the morning, Jesus rose up. Are you, are you saying, well, that, that rising up in the morning, is that spirituality? No, that is discipline. And discipline comes through morality. Amen. The Bible says, amen, discipline your children, amen, in the way to go. You, you can have, you know, well-cultured children and still not raise them to be spiritual. But you cannot raise, amen, well-spiritual children without them being cultured. I, you get the point that I'm making. Being cultured, amen, what to do, how to speak, amen, how to honor, respect people is part of sound spirituality but that itself is not spirituality but you cannot separate them from spirituality i hope i'm not too technical because i want us to get this all right how you address amen, the man of god you know this is a place where people just look down on the man of god you know it's pali pali you call your you call your pastor by name no 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 where i come from no we don't do that we respect the man of God. We respect the grace of God upon his life. Yes, because it's through that respect that we're able to touch and receive and draw, hallelujah, from the grace of God upon his life. Because listen to this, when you discard a man, you also discard his grace and his gifting. You cannot benefit from what you do not respect and honor. You cannot. This is, the, this is what I used to tell people. Listen to this. When you feel that you're in a place where what you're seeing around is, is suggesting that you're going to be disrespecting the, the vessel of God or the servant of God. Even if the Lord has left him. You don't want to do that. You don't want to disrespect him. You know, what, you know the best thing you can do? Leave that community. Leave the house. Just gently walk away. Even if you know that if you tell him he's going to get angry, just walk away. Because you don't want to disrespect. God is not, God will never allow you to do that. David taught us that. 
that even when God rejects a man, a man by the name Saul, a king by the name Saul, David would dare not take advantage. When it's one of his, you know, immature, you know, guys said, here is your enemy, this man that has been seeking your life. Finally, we got him at the right place. <laughs> I like the translation. I say, just let me give him one javelin, just one in his tummy, then he's finished. <laughs> just one, David. Allow me just to give him one. He's finished. David said, you don't want to do that. That's why when crazy, one crazy one came and said, ah, David, your enemy is finally dead. David asked, how did he die? He said, well, this is it. I killed him. He said, David said, you are not even afraid to touch the anointed of the Lord. You're not, and you still have the boldness because you see, Carnality, the, the way the kind of mind thinks is if I go tell David that his enemy has been killed. In fact, I killed that. Wow, you've done well. In fact, I'm going to reward you. David raised the standard. And that's a standard we, amen, that we also must maintain even as the Spirit of God continue to emphasize. Amen? Because you see, these are things that we, 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 we have discarded. But we've got to allow God, amen, to build this thing in us. So that when we talk about the things of the Spirit, they are sitting on the right, on the right footing, on the right foundation, on the right frame of mind. When you begin to suspect that something is not right, just leave. Nobody owns the power to, hold, to, to, you know, to keep anybody down in any, in any place, including the ministry. Because listen, people walk into that ministry, amen, with their free, you know, with their, with, with their free volition. Nobody put a knife on your throat and say, you must come, <laughs> you, you must join us by force, by fire. No. So people should have the liberty to want to leave, they want to leave, and nobody should be angry about that. If you're angry because somebody left, you know, your church or your ministry, is it because of, you know, no, you can't, you have no ability or capacity to, to you know, to, to, you know to, be, to be angry because the church is the Lord. Yes, the way they may live might not be right, that you can settle. And I'm, and I'm just speaking generally here because I want a people that will rise up in this season in time and step into the things of God. God is beyond amen, our, you know, our prejudice. God is, God is greater than you know, our biases. All of these you know, little issues that are crippling, stopping us from moving into. The, the Bible says, listen to the scripture. The Bible says, flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom, the, the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood, meaning the things that we do by our own human strength, our carnal attitude, our sensual attitude will never touch the things of God. Two days ago while we are talking about this, I remember saying, amen, salvation is the gateway, amen, into entry, accessing, amen, the prophetic. Because it's from there that we're able to enter the kingdom. The prophetic is a function, amen, of one who lives within the ambience of the kingdom life. The gift was not just designed, amen, for, you know, for us just to use. No, there has to be a framework to which that gift functions. Many times we abuse the functions of the gift because those people handling the gift, amen, have no understanding about the culture of the kingdom. That though we, 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 we you know, we are, we, are, we are of many members, we are one. 
Somebody says because uh, he's not connected to our our network. He, he don't, he, no, she doesn't belong to you know our church. Therefore, uh, sorry, we have nothing to do. That's plain denomination. That's why I keep saying denomination is one of the most dangerous things today. Killing and hindering the advancement of the purpose of God. That's why God is tearing down those walls of denomination. God is setting his people free. Because listen to this. People will flow. Just like, I mean, look at, look at the platform God has given to us. Who will have thought of this event 20 years ago that a platform will be given that, you know, one person will be speaking and, and everybody, wherever they are in the world, will be able to listen to that person. What a day. It's a dangerous day. When I think of, amen, the technology of, of you know, of social media and the internet, I mean, that itself has accelerated and fast-tracked the comings of the Lord because it connects us in such a way that denomination cannot stop. That religious system cannot stop. There are many people today that have been able to listen to us free. Free of charge. But beyond that, they themselves have become free. Because they, now they can hear things that they, they might never be able to hear in their place. Not because amen, where, where they are is not good. It's just the fact that the grace is not being given. Bible says this grace I give him for the edification of the body. The body is not one. The body is not in one location. The body is not isolated to one particular region. Amen. Just this afternoon, this this afternoon, while I was still on my phone, and I just got a message, you know, a morning star. Life. I mean, they, they, I don't know what they're trying to do. You know, they maybe they want to have a program. Life. I, I said to myself, this is this is amazing. They're going to go on live. They're going to speak life. I mean, I, I'm like, Lord Jesus. I mean, I'm, I'm not in America, but I'm here in South Africa. But I can connect to what Morningstar is doing. Rick Jonah might be doing in his church. Wow. It's a sacred day. If this day doesn't cause you to be afraid, then something else is wrong with you. I mean, you understand? You, 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 you must be losing it. Because these things, I mean, puts us in a place where we ask ourselves, Lord, I must be a steward of all of these things. People watching me, listening to me from different parts of the world. Just like that. God, God orchestrated all these things. So how we think church, how we think kingdom, how we think the gift and the, and the, and the grace of God amen, has to be different. We cannot have the same. I need, to, I need to share this. I need to share this. You know, of recent, I got a laptop which I love so much. And today, you know, I've noticed this for the past few days that when I, when I want to get certain things, that they tell me that sorry, uh, my, my my laptop is not compatible, all right, with this device, with this app. And I'm like, what? This is supposed to be a new laptop. What's going on here? But the Lord taught me a lesson today. So I, I was trying to download a particular app. In fact, it's it's like a, a you know of you know a, a visual a 3D visual library, all right, for children. I'm trying to download this so that at least, you know, while the student are on holiday, they can have something to read and things like that. So I downloaded it. I was able to download it. And, and I'm just trying to open the, you know, the, 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 the virtual library. And this thing said, sorry, your, 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 app, your, your, your app, your device is not compatible. I'm like, 
this cannot be. <laughs> but how come I was able to download it? But I cannot open the app. And this thing says, sorry, your device is not compatible. And it dawned on me. You see, you got a new, you got a new laptop. You got a good laptop. But the system is obsolete. Now, what makes the, the system obsolete is not based on the year amen, the, the iPad was made. It was it's based on, listen to this phrase, it's based on the newer app, amen. The newer app or the newer, the newer, you know, uh, um, how do I put it now? The newer system that were, they created. You know, uh, uh, you know, Apple have what you call the your OS, you know. You have your OS, you know, 9, OS 7, OS 8, OS. <laughs> so now this app that, that this, you know, device that I have uses, you know, OS, you know, 12.4. And that's it. And that 12.4 cannot be upgraded based on the new devices that Apple, amen, you know, has, has, has brought to the market. So as new things are coming, you know, the speed to which they are coming it automatically made amen, the, the other ones, you know, the former ones, obsolete. And the Lord spoke to me strongly in my spirit. And the Lord said to me, you see, this is what happened. If you are not tracking me daily, if you are not tracking me daily, you will become obsolete without even you knowing it. You see, now, why, 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 why I lost touch, all right, with, you know, with, you know, with, with the models of Apple is because the one that I've been using with was, you know, uh, iPad 2. I mean, that was got in, in to, you know, uh, 2013. And since that, I've not been following the updates of Apple. I don't know what's going on. So the person who got the, in the app, app, you know, app, you know, the, the, the device, I mean, of course, got the right one that I thought was the right one. But until I began to, you know, look at what's going, I'd realize, wait a minute, something is wrong here. So you can have everything looking so nice, looking new, but the system. And to me, I, I began to look at this in terms of my spiritual walk with God. I'm, I, I mean, I had to say to God, Father, help me. You, you, you can be holding on to something that looks right, that looks, you know, yes, yes, revelation. By the time you meet another man of God or you meet or you, you are brought to another sphere, you discover that what you have that you are still holding on to and celebrating has become obsolete. I mean, I knew this years back, but I forgot. And the Lord used this scenario to remind me that you have to. Is a spiritual thing is you tracking God on a day-to-day -day basis. Walk before me and be perfect. That word perfect means keep your relevancy. So while you have the device, you know, you 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 and you may be able to use the device to do some good things, but there are certain things that you may want to do that you will not be able to touch. And that's how it is in the spirit. There are certain dimensions that you want to connect to. Certain frequency you want to connect to. Certain, you know, realities that you want to be able to understand. And suddenly, sorry, the, you, you can't touch it. You don't have, amen, the access key. You don't have the access code. 
Why? Because all right, you're holding on to the past. You're holding on to the old. To the old, even though the old, amen, still looks like. But but, I just got this thing, or you know, six months ago. I don't know. You've got to you've got to define, amen, obsolescence, amen, by the speakings of God for the now for your life. I, I'm not sure if somebody's getting what I'm what I'm saying. All right, it's not how long, it's not how far you have come, amen. It is how you're tracking God in the now, in what the Spirit of God is saying and demanding for the now, amen. It is the, I mean, the latest, you know, uh, um, iOS is, I guess, the latest that is coming is 14, that is 13. So this thing is telling me that, all right, you can only begin to update from 13. Now you have 12 point, 12.4, 12 I think. You cannot upgrade it. I'm like, Lord Jesus, this is this is this is a serious, you know, no, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, ex uh, example, but a, a serious lesson of the things that we 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 need to track. We need to follow God, Amen. Because if you don't follow God, I'm telling you, you will still think, yes, yes, Hallelujah, praise God. You're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. Meanwhile. There are people that they've journeyed, they've gone ahead, they've gone ahead. It's, it is those people who are tracking God. Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Noah was able to bring his world, amen, into judgment based on how he tracked with God, based on how he walked with God, based on how he walked in obedience. One man brought the entire generation, hallelujah, to judgment. Because when God finds a man that can track him, when God finds a man that is relevant, that is seeking, that is building, that is walking in accuracy, God doesn't look for everybody to, to be right. No, God says, I found one man. That's why I said in the book of Ezekiel, he said, if I can find one who will stand in the gap, I will spare the land. The same principle apply, amen, to our work with God. And that's why, amen, I, I, I could remember not too long ago, the Lord said to me, son, I need you to raise the standard. You see, it's getting clearer. Sometimes God speaks to you. You think you, pick, you, think you understand what God says. Until you con you continue in in the in the in the in the speakings of God, and then the Lord begins to expand what that one word means, and then you begin to like, wow! I thought I understood what God, what you're saying. All right, they, they they begin to expand the reality. So now I'm beginning to understand when they say, "Amen." Lift up a standard. You've got to raise the standard because as you raise the standard, all right, people are able to come to that understanding. Or else, listen to this: there's going to be judgment because judgment is already coming, and we don't even know it. Judgment is coming because there are certain people, amen, that are touching things by the spirit that are that are making demand on the kingdom of God to come. Until you're able, you, you, you want to talk certain things, they say, sorry, you're not permitted. You're not allowed. <laughs> you say, but excuse me, lift up your heads, oh, you get. Asian does be lifted up. Lifted up. They say, who is, the, who is the king of glory? You're scratching your head. You don't know. Sorry, we're not going to allow you. <laughs> Stay where you are. It's amazing about, you know, how the things of the spirit, God uses even natural things, material things to speak to us about the things of the spirit. So all of this, amen, speaks into this concept of let's have the right attitude. Let's have the right character. Let's have the right posture. Let's not be, you know, let's not be too pulled away or be too, too dragged away from the things of the spirit. Sometimes, sometimes we, we, we think, oh, well, God, let me just rest a while. As you're resting, 
you're moving further away from the things of God. If you want to rest, rest in God. Rest in God. Keep up pace with God. Keep up pace with the things of the Spirit. Keep up pace, amen, with the, with the demand of God, amen, for your life. And I think if we do that, we'll be able to connect, all right, with some of the things, if not all of the things that the Spirit of God is saying and demanding. Let's quickly go to um, some few other things, maybe one, just one more thing. And then we'll begin to round up. Let's look at the scripture first, Second Peter chapter 2. Let's look up Second Peter chapter 2. Chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Second Peter chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse, uh, verse 1. Second Peter 2, 1. I hope I'm right. Was it 12, 12 to 15? Yeah, I think it's 12 to 15. Let me read. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. You know, the translation will say in the present truth. I think it is right to refresh your memory. I want us to look at this. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. Because I know that I will soon amen, put, it, put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made it clear to me. Now that's prophetic itself. That even the day you're going to die, you should, you should have insight into it. There are people who know the day they're going to depart from the earth. I've, I've read of few men of God like that. They knew tomorrow it's my, it's my last day on earth. And they sleep. They just lay on the bed, sleep, and that was it. No sickness, nothing. Wow, what a life. It, then Peter went on. He says, And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able, amen, to remember these things. What, what, is this, what has this got to do with the prophetic? Well, Peter is saying something that is very important that we need to look into. He said, I, 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 I know you know those things. I know you're establishing them. All right? But I will not stop reminding you. All right? I will not stop refreshing your mind. Now, what are those things that, that Peter is talking about? These are things that we've been dealing with for the past few days. The basic foundations, the basic fundamentals, amen, that defines, amen, the framework of our spiritual development or our spiritual edification. When we forget these things, there's a tendency, amen, that we go into error or that we take the things of God for granted. So Peter is saying, I know you know these things, but I will not stop reminding you again and again. That as long as I am in this body, it is my duty to continue to, to remind you. So that when I have departed, you will always amen, remind yourself. You will always remind yourself of these things. That is what I call the establishment amen, of truth within the, within the culture of what we call the kingdom life. All right? That we keep our life, amen, in, in tag, amen. We keep our heart, we keep our mind in alignment. Certain spiritual truth we will never outgrow. They will always be there. Even if we have gone this far and we're doing, amen, that, that truth must always be there. Listen to this, friends, 
to regulate our life, to regulate our spirituality, to balance our perspective, amen, to keep us abreast of what the Spirit of God will have us know in terms of the lifestyle, in terms of the character, in terms of our values, in terms of our, you know, our you know, a lens view, amen, our world view, in terms of our perceptions, amen, and perspective. This truth are important to keep us, amen, in check. Revelations and truth are progressive. They are revealed to us in phases and in seasons of heaven's demand, amen, in our life. Maturing in the ways of the spirit is an ongoing experience that never ends, particularly if we are assigned with a specific governmental prophetic mandate for our generation. We must be sensitive to the direction to the directions of the spirit, not just for our own personal development, but for those amen, the father may be bringing under our spiritual care. Now, then I went further, amen, our growth in spiritual initiative are determined by our response to the to the nature of the season now let me take this very important listen to this our growth in spiritual you know initiatives and that initiative could be prophetic our growth in let me say in fact i can say our growth in prophetic initiative is determined by our response to the nature of the season what is the nature of the season you know I'm sure by now you understand that the world has entered into a new season. With this issue of the corona, you see, whenever God wants to usher in something or do something in a season, most time God will use an occasion. All right? When God wants to shift the narrative, amen, of the children of Israel in terms of deliverance, God used an occasion to send a, a young lad, amen, to go give his brothers, amen, a, a cheese and, and, and bread, amen, on the battlefield. The fact that David, amen, was in that, you know, a, a, a arena, that, you know, area, that, that changed the, the dynamics of the war. Because David carries something that is, you know, that is, that is destined to shift, amen, the narrative, amen, of, 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 of the children of Israel particularly when they are under the influence, the, under the control of the Philistine. Are, are you getting the point that I'm making? This is, this is how God, you know, shifts things. God, things that we will call, you know, negative, evil. The Bible says all things work together for, you know, for them who love the Lord and are called after his purpose. Like I said, all of this that people are screaming and are worried about, panicking about, is just... You know, a leverage, a leveraging system to to many to you know to God, Amen. It's an opportunity for many to come into a position, Amen, of prosperity, to come into a position, Amen, of advancement, to come into a position of showing, show, showcasing, Amen, their grace, their giftings. Seasons like this, Amen, will, will, will reveal the incompetency of certain people, like you know, <laughs> there's, there's there's a particular you know. Um, a minister, a particular cabinet minister that, you know, I was just looking at this woman and I said, Lord Jesus, help us. If this woman is going to be put in charge of this, you know, department dealing with this corona thing, I, I, God, I just pray. 
Because you can see how incompetent some of these people are. You can just, people that cannot handle little simple things. You want them to start handling this thing? So it's only God that can help us. So you see, times like this will expose, the, you know, when you have crisis in, 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 in society like this, it exposes the weakness and, and, and the incompetency of certain people who, who, who are supposed to be in leadership position. But it also reveals certain people that we never know that have capacity or who, are, who have the grace amen, to, you know, to, to, to do things. It, it, it showcases them. Occasion will always showcase who we are and what we carry. That's why we must never despise amen, the speakings of God or the leading of the Spirit. When the, when, when, the, when the father of David said to, this comes to what I was explaining earlier, that spirituality and morality, morality is, is respect. Imagine in our day, your father tells you, uh, you know, David, can you go give your brother, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, wherever they, they find, uh, say, sorry, no, no, daddy, I'm watching Netflix. I, can, I cannot go. I'm so busy. Or I'll go, I'll go later on, but not now. The father said, come on, get up, man, go do it. No, daddy, if you want to do it, go do it yourself. I'm not going to go now. Is that not the way our children speak? I mean, of course, not my children. Over my dead body that my child will speak to me like that. But that is I mean, the way, you know, most children speak today to their parents. They have no regard. They have no respect. All in the name of progress, you know, being, being progressive. But guess what? Those children basically, in fact, not just the children, even the father, that will allow their child, amen, to be here. Because, I mean, what, what are you doing? For, what kind of a parenting, amen, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you carrying out for your child to talk to you in that way? I tell you, I, I, I will deal with that child in a very good way. Because when God deposits something in the life, amen, of a child, listen to this. God may not necessarily come down and say, today I'm going to use you mightily. No. God may just use the father and say, okay, send this child to go do X, Y, Z. And the child collides with destiny. That was David. The grace, the gift, the skill of David, amen, all manifest at the field. Think about it. David amen, had to play for a king that was going mad. The instrumentation, amen, the harp that David played, amen, will, will, will ease the, dem the demonic spirit, you know, you know, tormenting soul. That even your skill are all part of the program of God, amen, to carry out his objective. I hope somebody is speaking what I'm, what, what I'm trying to say. So if we don't have insight into all these things, that that period of learning certain things, you understand, preparing, them, them preparing you, you know, you, you were being prepared as a woman, all right, to know how to cook, to know how to respect, amen, men, to, you know, to love women, to, you know, to, to, you know, to take care of them, to protect, that all of that is part of the preparation, amen, that one day you're going to be standing, you're going to be marrying, amen, a prophet, you're going to be marrying some great man of God, you're going to be marrying God knows who, amen, such that you are able to exercise the grace and the gift of God, amen, for that which, amen, you've been prepared for. Now, that period, your mom is saying, no, you've got to wake up early. You've got to do what you need to do. You cannot afford to sleep down. You, you, you know, and all, you know, but mommy, please cannot. All of that is part of 
the training. I call them, you know, the backside training because they, they don't sound like they're going to really get you anything. But all of that is spat off, you know, what God is doing to build grace and capacity in you such that everybody has left the job. Everybody has left and gone home. You still feel this job, I need to finish it. You could finish it tomorrow, but because they've told you that, all right, you don't leave the plates amen, that you can wash today and leave it for tomorrow. Wash, finish the plate. Make sure that you go to bed with the kitchen looking clean, looking clean. No, you dump the plate, leave everything there. I will do it tomorrow. They're saying you don't procrastinate things like this. Why don't you just clean the plate? You know, clean the house, let it look nice. You wake up in the morning fresh. All of that, amen, is building grace and capacity, is building, you know, the right attitude, is forming something on the inside. Because something about life is, once that thing becomes part of your life, it becomes habitual, it becomes an habit. You can, listen, you can't take it and it, it, it will showcase in every area of, of your life. So now you're walking in the office, everybody's left, it's four o'clock, I'm going to knock off, knock off, like they say, I'm knocking off. But you decide, no, I'm not going to keep this job till tomorrow. I'm going to finish it. So you're busy doing the job. Here comes your boss walking and say, oh, you're still here. Yeah, yes, sir. I just need to finish this job, this job quickly before I leave. Mm, okay. All right. See you tomorrow. He takes notes. The next time they're looking for somebody to promote, he sees that you're committed. He sees that you can put an extra, extra hour, extra time. Amen. He sees how you do your thing. He's, you know, he takes interest or she takes interest in you. Huh? Listen to this. All those prophetic, all those God is going to promote you. It's going to work through a character, through a belief system, through a value system that you have built in you. Because listen to this. God does not promote average people. God doesn't promote people that are not responsible. Because for God to promote you as an irresponsible person means God is creating chaos. <laughs> God is creating chaos. But when the see, Bible says, see a man diligent, diligent in his work, he will be made to sit among kings and not among mere men. Powerful spiritual system that is almost extinct, almost forgotten in our day. Just put in that extra time. Just, just go out of your way and do certain things. They, this, wow. You don't even know that somebody is noticing. I've, ex I've shared my testimony how the Lord, amen, led me to become, amen, the personal assistant, amen, of one of the largest church back in, in those days in the 90s. Our church, amen, was a pioneering church. How? Not because I was the best, but because, you know, I was committed in little things, cleaning the church. Stuck in the chair. Everybody leaves. You know, after service, everybody leaves. But Isaiah is there. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm helping out. I'm stuck in the chair. I'm cleaning. And one day, my pastor, I didn't even know. It's a big church. So I wouldn't, I would, I, I, if somebody ever told me that my pastor knows my name, I would have like, no, no way. He just came back to church to do one or two things. That night he was traveling to Europe. But he came just to the auditorium. Just to, I don't know what he was looking for. And he saw me and he said, wow, okay, you're still walking. Okay, well done. Thank you so much, you know. And, 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 and he walked away and he came by. He said, by the way, would you like to walk for me? I'm like, walk for you? I'm already walking for you. I said, walk for you? Yes, I like. He said, okay, tomorrow resume in my office. 
That's how I became a personal assistant. I won't mention the man's name because, you know, people know him. And that's it. And the rest is story. And that, just that promotion, that, just that, you know, he saw me cleaning. Gave me an automatic promotion. God is still in that business. And it's from there, my, the journey of my spiritual growth and development began. Because not like he did anything spectacular, but I, I, I was given an opportunity to his library. I mean, it, 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 for the first time in my life, I saw Christian book and I was like, Lord Jesus. I saw tapes. I saw CDs. It's like I could, I could just live here. I was hungry. <laughs> you see, if I never did what you know I did, I would never have access. That's the key word, access. Many people want God to use them mightily, but they're not ready to stoop low. I told us, amen, about Ruth. I'm going to close up with, with this. Naomi said to Ruth, you're, you've connected, amen, to Boaz. You are, you are gleaning on Boaz's field. Don't go to another man's field. Stay there. The next time Boaz will speak to amen, his servant, he said, you see that woman, that lady, that girl, Ruth, yes. Make sure you give her enough. Make sure you, you protect her. Don't let no man touch her. Don't let anybody abuse her. Ruth didn't even know that God was already working on her behalf. Listen, character can take you to a dimension where the grace and the giftings of God, particularly the prophetic, will function. In our life, when I watch some people who call themselves prophets, all right, the way they use their prophetic ministry and their prophetic grace and calling people and you know just lambasting prophetic word on them, the, the things they are not supposed to say, they say generally they have no protocol, they have no understanding. You know, these people have not been have not been trained. They may have a gift, but the gift, amen, has not been connected, has not been mirrored, has not been refined with character and with the right value. So to them, prophetic is a show. This is not a show. There are certain people God gives us a word to. You dare not speak the word openly. You have to call them. You have to let them know. You have to give the word to them secretly. It's not a show. It's, it's not a show. It's not. Yeah, no, come on. I hope I've been able to share this, you know, experience and lively word with us tonight. I hope somebody amen, has received something because that is my desire. That is my plan. That's my goal. Amen. For us to grow mutually, for us to be developed. All right. You see, we've talked about character. We've talked about amen, developing the right spiritual value system because these are the things that we need. Listen to this. When somebody once said, when, when your gift shoots you up, your character will maintain you. But when a gift shows you up and you don't have character, you're coming back down. <laughs> you're coming back down. Father, we want to thank you tonight. Thank you for the grace. Thank you for how you've spoken. Thank you for how you have released your word. This is a powerful spiritual principle that deals with fundamentals in our work with you. I want to thank you, O oh God, that we will learn, we'll keep learning, that this word will change us, reform us, rebuild us, empower us, that we will continue to learn, O oh God, that working with you, Will keep us from from for keep us from being obsolete, and so we thank you, Father God, that your will will continue to grow and develop in our life. I bless you, Lord, for those that have connected with us. May your Spirit continue to empower and enable them, O oh God. May your will continue to prosper in their life. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful time. Thank you for this class. Thank you, Father, for your grace. I bless you, Lord, for all that your Spirit have done in Jesus' name. Amen. And Amen and amen.
Well, we've come to the end of uh, tonight's uh, teaching. I believe the Spirit of God has imparted something into our hearts, into our minds. May we continue to grow in this word. May this truth continue to help us grow and give us perspective. And uh, may, we, may we live to practice because many of the things we've shared today are practical things. But they help us, amen, even in developing and, and maintaining what we'll call a prophetic spirit. So thank you so much. Thank you, my dear sister Tina. All right. And man of God, thank you once again for connecting. Really appreciate it. Amen. Man of God, thank you. Um, Malton Kasim, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate it. And those people will be watching, who are watching us, thank you everyone for connecting. Have yourself a wonderful night rest. Hope to see you amen, tomorrow morning by God's grace. God bless you. Good night. Bye-bye.